Alrighty, welcome to the PSBS as a Play Bullshit podcast. I'm your host, Coach TPS and Valley Boys, and my co-host here is Andrew Arenas, double is and okay, I'll go. Uh, Emmett Watkins <laughs> Jr., EJ Spun Six One, and and this is Ryan Jones, aka Super Phoenix, aka Fox Rock, or aka F Inverse F of G, if P even Q into the limit of infinity. Yeah, aka your mom. AKA Long. <laughs> oh, I thought you said AKA your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's definitely what I said. <laughs> oh, uh, but yes, with us we have four hosts today. Um Emmett returns and also Ryan returns to the show. Uh because we got a special topic today. We uh, basically a panel. A panel of sorts. Yeah, this is the most people we've ever had on the PSB. Thank God, this is like a monument. Yeah, man. Uh, Similar to what we're going to talk about, which is also a monument, but mm-hmm. um, oh, it is also this is also a monument for our whole podcast because we never had four people before. No, this is our biggest podcast so, we've had. Yeah, They're for awesome. one of the biggest games to ever grace the PlayStation platform. Yes, ever. Exactly. Yep. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll, maybe I'll decide after if I want to actually dub this episode 64 or not because um, we didn't. We decided that's what this episode. This whole episode is going to be about Uncharted Four. So. Uh, we're probably gonna, we're going to go into spoilers. So if you haven't finished Uncharted Four, then just sorry, turn away. Um, yeah, it's been a month since the game's release, even though we're all a little late on it. But well, you know, uh, we had to finish it and digest it and everything, and take time with it. Time, yeah, we're, we're not these day one beat it entirely kind of deal. Exactly, I, I kind of did. Oh well, guess what? You're not getting another uncharted and probably love but we'll talk about more what we'll see in the yeah. future uncharted in a little bit yeah but so. yeah so that's just the point I'm trying to get clear is that yeah we're this is an all uncharted episode uh we thought about doing a regular episode this week but we thought no it's gonna be all rumors and stuff that's gonna be confirmed next week anyway because of e3 so yeah. we'll just uh do this uncharted episode uh before the big e3 uh wave next week so yep so yeah so here it is uncharted 4 so um where do, where do we start? Where do we start? It's, it's a little difficult. You know, I, I kind of maybe a thought to actually go to the very ending first, since, you know, that's a very uh, yeah, I love that inter- interesting <laughs> uh, talking point, because, you know, it's just something that... Uh, now, I already had known that there was going to be an epilogue in the game, uh, but I, I felt like when I first played it, like, oh, this ending's, like, very already kind of, you know, fine. And, and then I was like, oh, yeah, there's, a, there's an epilogue. Now, I actually had the impression that there would be multiple epilogues for some reason, but that was wishful thinking. So, like, there's this one epilogue. And, um, goodness, that was uh, quite something, having, uh, you know, you're playing Crash Bandicoot again, as you yeah. did kind of in the, again funny. in the beginning of the game, which was really cool. No, and then you just look in the background, like, "Oh, what is this?" Like a, a little thrown off here. That pan, and then pan. we get we get the we get the slow pan, and then there's the dog, and then we get uh, Nathan Drake's daughter. Um, and then I kind of recognized the actress as soon as I was hearing her voice because I remember like she was on on some ABC show or whatever. Just mm-hmm. um, Last Man Standing. I don't remember. Um, she was on. The, she's a oh, very the good Tim actress. Allen show. Yeah, Tim Allen's show, yeah. Oh, you um, mean uh, Caitlin Dever? Her, yeah, her name Caitlin is like, De- yeah, she, Caitlin Dever. Yeah, and like I was like, thank goodness I didn't. I kind of uh, muted uh, Neil Druckmann on Twitter because like he was posting like pictures of uh, of her, uh, like with the mocap and everything. And I was like, um, I don't remember like any of this, but like I saw it out of context, so I didn't. I didn't know like who she was playing as. So I thought maybe she was just like 
you start, be some character. start panicking the whole game. Like, I haven't seen any young female characters in this game yet. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, young people. Any young people on chart, really. So, I mean, I, I, it, put, it was, like, on the back of my mind. But then later on, he tweeted, like, a, a fan art picture of of her. Now, what was her name again? I don't know why. Cassie. Uh, Cassie, Cassie, yeah, Cassie Drake's like the singer from P Diddy. (laughs) Yeah, um, you know, just seeing, you know, just how she was because you know we we already had so many people speculate about like Nathan and Nate and uh, Elena having either like a son or a daughter. I knew Um, they were gonna have a kid. I just knew it. Yeah, I knew how knew they were gonna have a kid in some fashion, and uh, you know, it was really interesting that they went with a daughter. I think having a son would be a little too much because, you know, like, oh, we're getting, like, little Drake. as Because having him as, yeah. like, a son, then we would have gotten, like, a little version of Drake, as we already did in the past. Not exactly. only from the past of the game, but also Uncharted 3. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was quite interesting. But how was the kind of just that introduction of the epilogue go for you guys? Especially kind of, did it take you aback? Did it, did it not surprise you too much? Or was it... Well, I mean, once they started that slow pan, I'm like, oh, they're going to reveal something. Something's going to be revealed. And slowly, and then, like, the pan, they're like, oh, it's Ellie. Ellie is Drake's daughter. Holy shit. (laughs) Start start throwing throwing things around, going to panicking. Because, dude, you know how sad of an ending that would have been if it would have been revealed Ellie was, was, like, his daughter? Because then you know they're all about to die. After oh everything. shit! That would have been awful. That would have been an insane ending to know that Drake and, El- and Elaine are about to die because the apocalypse is about to happen. Uh, <laughs> oh nah, no, man! I, I, I don't. I don't think Naughty Dog would have done that. No, but it just would have been crazy if they would have. Though. Yeah, that would have destroyed everything Uncharted stands for if they just combined them. Or it'd be a cool twist moment, but it just ruined it. It's funny that you guys talk about the Last of Us, is because you know how that epilogue sequence kind of gave some last of us vibes yeah, in the beginning it felt like, like the op- it felt like the epilogue felt like the, the story opening yeah a little bit too much yeah it did like there's nobody around you you're disoriented where everyone's at i'm like um why did they kind of do that but see i totally thought that when she walked out of the first house mm-hmm. like they were gonna just come up in similar fashion like the last of us where it's just like go back inside honey Something's going on. I thought because that seemed <laughs> the like they were going to do that, <laughs> right, right? Right? Yes. Like that's where it would have gone down, but no, they actually kept it light, which I appreciate. Well, the yeah, you know, just the, um, in the whole scheme of things, uh, you know, everything worked out in the end. And uh, it was funny that because like me and Cody were talking about like actual several months ago about like how this game would end up. And turn out, you know, we always hypothesize like, oh, who, whose turn is it to die in Uncharted? Yada yada yada. But no uh, you know, it, it ended up being no one, and uh, it's a very difficult balance that probably Neil probably had in his mind, and someone else that wrote it as well. I don't know why I have, well, I don't know why I don't have his name. Um, you know, they went that route, which you know was fine. Um, I I guess you know it just. Having any kind of like life altering event that would have happened to Drake, Sully, or Elena, or anything, just I guess wouldn't have been uncharted. So, you know, they had to kind of keep it in line with the other three games, where it's just you know, even though this is a more somber and darker uncharted, it's uh, a tone like 
not dark, it's not a dark tone. I was like, just this say. is one thing we it's, talked about before. Like, I we thought like Uncharted Four was going to go yeah. in a really dark direction, but it didn't. Like, it's no. like you said, it is more mature in a way, but it's not necessarily a dark yeah. story. No, you know, no. See, we don't I get reminders just... of how many people Nate has killed or anything like that. We just we <laughs> still get we still get the we still get Uncharted. We, that's what we still get. Yeah. Uh, See, that's nothing, why that's less. why I think they did it so great. Because if you think about it, Naughty Dog was kind of stuck in a situation where they did The Last of Us and it was a whole bunch of new stuff that no one's ever seen before and a bunch of surprises. When they brought back Uncharted, they had to do it. They had to give everybody the same stuff that they've been getting, but they had to figure out a new way to put it to you. So that's why they had this darker tone, even though you had the nice adventure spirit. And even with their kid, I was expecting a baby to be born at the end of the game. But no, you turn around. <laughs> this kid's been here for 13 years. Yeah, like, or 15. Still surprised. Yeah. Or fifteen, I say thirteen because I don't know. I just teenager, Drake, thirteen it, years Drake, old. Is that how? Said the, yeah, Drake, that, how old are you again? She's like, huh, huh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. At the end of the game, wiki, how old she is? It's gonna really suck when he's like telling her about the event. She's like, oh yeah, I killed like millions of people. It was great. <laughs> he's like, Dad, what? <laughs> With the gun. You're gonna talk about golden. You're gonna talk about golden abyss. I had to rub all those things. I had to rub I things. almost so cheated on your wife with this girl life. named Chase. Well, that was before uh, Uncharted One. Oh, yeah. Well. So that was even before he met Elena. I almost had a kid with this girl named Chase. <laughs> I told her how to kill people. <laughs> I thought her name was Marissa. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. That that game was pretty forgettable. Who was the other guy? Dante. Hey, don't don't be dissing Uncharted Golden Abyss. I mean. I, honestly, for his that game was good, but it's like it holds not even a candle to most of the games. Even though I think it is better than the first game. Yeah. Oh, it is. So is Drake gonna? Yeah, I was saying Drake gonna say everything. Like, oh man, oh, okay. Golden Abyss. I did. I taught this girl how to kill people, and and we did this, and then in Fight for Fortune, I did this card battler. I battled people with my <laughs> cards. I had to collect this parrot. This parrot was a being a bitch. <laughs> and I had a weird fever dream where I fought some guy in a burlap sack. It was weird. And Ghost Rider and, and everything. <laughs> okay, I mean, you were right. It, it is Chase, but like her last name is Chase. Yeah, but, yeah Marissa Chase. Because Marissa. you see a reference to Uncharted Golden Abyss in Uncharted 4. Yeah, it was his belt buckle, right? No, there was like an envelope thing that was to Marissa. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, because I remember he picked that up was one. Really great. I remember he oh, put, picked one of them up and was like, "Oh, it's not my style anymore." Because I knew in the beginning that you know there was going to be some gold of the best reference. I was like, "Oh, what is it going to be? What is it going to be?" And then you know the attic scene. You know, I definitely had to look around everywhere, and I was like, "Yes, your reference is Vita." <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Vita that. That's on Four. Let's talk about that attic scene, actually. What yeah. do you guys think about that? I thought that was, like, probably one of the highlights of the game for me, personally. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, the attic scene was fantastic. Um, you know, him looking, reminiscing about across all three games, all the items and all that stuff. I thought that was really great. And then having the gun. Toy gun. Oh, yeah. those, and having those ping pong ball physics, man. Having them all individually balanced and not disappearing. And you actually see them on the ground and they move around. Yeah, yeah that's all like- as I explained to Andrew the other day, the dark meaning yes. behind that scene. A, <laughs> I mean, of how he reminisces of because he, he has pictures of like bad guys hanging on a ceiling and a picture of Lazarevich somehow, mm-hmm. and he like shoots him in the face. Yeah, he he misses killing people. 
Like, that's what he's doing right there. He's fantasizing about killing people. Like, oh, look at this gun. He's all having fun, pretending to shoot people that he already killed. Like, the dude's a psychopathic murderer. He lo- he misses killing people. Well, granted, in Uncharted 2 for Lazarevich, he did the Batman thing where I don't have to say I don't have to save you. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm, I don't have to save you. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, um, you know, that, that was pretty funny. Oh, I mean, that whole scene alone was pretty funny, him doing that, but... You know, just exploring around the house, looking at the wedding photo album, even though that was downstairs from the attic. Um, all that was just so great. Seeing him, uh, especially with the way that the game opens and having him, we get the glimpse of what his normal life is and all that. That was just great. Uh, knowing his job and like what it is like. And then, you know, once he, once after he's done busting out the PS1 and playing Crash Bandicoot for the first time, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, I think that the scene that really hit for me was like when he was not really listening to what Elena was talking about. And then um, getting a little another topic point I probably want to get to now is um, the choices, because, you know, something that maybe was out of too deep concern yeah. at, quote at unquote PSX. Choices. Yeah, quote unquote choices of what to say. Now, now, we can't really say, even though it was advertised, we saw it on PSX, like, oh, maybe this might be something that might be like pretty crucial to the game. But it turned out it wasn't. Nope. Uh, because you only get to do it like, once, three or four, I believe twice. Nope, once, three times, three times. Oh, this is actually three times because yeah. you do for Sam when you talk to Sam, Elena. Yeah, you tell them and about then, which game, and then Nadine. I never did those. See, in the Nadine fight, it, I don't know if that was necessarily oh, something yeah, that was Oh, yeah, the Nadine time. forgot about that. Because you, you that. just got to choose what funny quip you wanted to yeah. say, and I yeah, chose yeah. the one where he's like, "It belongs in a museum." Oh yeah, I completely forgot about those. I completely yeah. forgot. I remember the first one. I just do not remember the second, third one. I remember them now. Yeah. Yeah, there's only three, it turned out. And I would have actually expected more towards the end of the game, but it didn't happen. So I was wondering what you guys think about that. And um, probably going into maybe Naughty Dog's next game, which I presume is Last of Us 2, but don't want to make too deep of assumptions on that. But even though we're talking about just Uncharted 4, where if that might be bled into their next games, uh, having. Uh, different choices of what to say that wouldn't really necessarily expose more story or anything like that just to kind of just kind of have your character say what you would want because uh seemed like they delved into a little bit of that here but didn't really go into it too much yeah i mean hopefully it'll just come through in I don't know because the choices seem it very much seemed like they added it in at the start of the game and and then near the end, they were just like, let's just focus on the story we were trying to tell. And there was less room to even give options of choice near the end. Like they, they completely fell off after like chapter four or maybe even after chapter two, it was just gone. So it, because, you know, because have, integrating a system like that, because I remember going to the Mass Effect, even though Mass Effect is a totally different game series as RPG and it's built like that from the ground up. But Having like a system like that in a game is very complicated, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, game development in itself is already complicated from the start, but <laughs> having a dialogue system that branches off like that is very complicated. And you're probably right, Emmett, where that was probably very late in development, probably, and just couldn't probably be enter- entered in uh, only like not even a handful of sections in the game for it to work. Uh, so. You know, I don't really think it's anything related to having to crunch time this game or to get it out or anything in order to implement these. But 
I, I thought they were implemented well. And, you know, it was never anything that I thought about, like, oh, when am I going to press uh, so-and-so to say something? Um, well, I mean, even though it didn't cross my mind because it was until after the, the first Nadine encounter. So, you know, it didn't happen for the rest of the game. But, you know, I wasn't thinking throughout the game, like, oh, am I going to need to press something again to say something? or what? Like a quick time event. Yeah, or anything like that. Because I thought because, like, the cutscenes in this game were done so well um, because it, it was very to the point of something that you simply couldn't do throughout the game because, you know, there were just inter- character interactions that you get. There wasn't too much of those set-piece uh, cutscenes that you would kind of normally get in other games. And Uncharted is known for doing that, too. I mean, you don't get cutscenes of, like, set-piece moments in Uncharted. You get to play them. That's, that's what has always been the standout of the series. So I think it's more evident than ever in the Uncharted 4 that we get, you know, we, we get to play out these really amazing set pieces as opposed to watching them yeah. play out. I- yeah, I think that's why they kind of put them in the beginning of the game. Because the thing about the opening of the game is that it is really slow pace compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the game. Because you are, because it's, you're trying to readjust to to Drake's new life, and it's one of those things where, like, if you replay the game, it will feel kind of like a slog to go through that because you're not actually kind of playing; you're more just going forward, you know. So I think mm-hmm. the why they're there in the beginning is just so people who replay the game have just something different to hear when they do it again. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't feel tedious. Yeah, so you're not just hearing the same dialogue over and over. You know, At least you get to change it up a bit in the beginning. Yeah, so it was probably in the more appropriate places where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Oh, I did notice, though, in the opening, because you, 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 you pointed out, and I saw it now the second time when they show it towards the end. But, yeah, Drake does work in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Yes, he does look like in Louisiana. You, I mean, well, I heard about that, but I every time I looked out, I was trying to look for like landmarks, Hugh P. Long or the Superdome, like, but I never saw it. And I was like, hold on, if he if he works in New Orleans, he's he's probably you know near the Superdome, near the river somewhere. I mean, I just couldn't see it. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't see it the first time. Like when at the beginning of the game, um, I didn't. To me, it didn't strike me as New Orleans. I was like, well, I don't know what this is. Um, oh. It did. But you pointed yeah, out yeah, to I've never even been to New Orleans. Well, yeah, but she does the point. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, I live here right now. And I didn't bother <laughs> looking anything up because I didn't want to know what all that shit was like with Drake in the beginning. I was like, oh, the way that looked at everything, the colors. I was like, oh, just like New Orleans or something. I was like, oh, he lives in New Orleans. That's your assumption of what New Orleans is. Uh, <laughs> you see a river, you see a river and a you bridge, and you're like, oh, it's New Orleans. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not San know. Francisco with a big bridge and a really big river. <laughs> yeah, the best but, way to know it's New Orleans is if you just in the diving section you find a grave and you open up the grave and it's freaking Cole McGrath from Infamous Two. Oh uh, <laughs> no, nah, that's New Mar- <laughs> That's New Murray, man. New Murray, man. Just New Murray. And technicality, ultimate reality. <laughs> but um, Too of a topic. Don't you dare but, joke about Cole's dead body. <laughs> I don't even think Cole is dead. I don't. Okay. I don't even. I don't even think Cole is dead. Save that for the infamous second son spoiler cast. <laughs> oh yeah, three years later doing the spoiler <laughs> cast. <laughs> Did we? Either, no, we didn't. We, we didn't oh, wait, the show was even accepted by that. No, the podcast. Is, uh, we did wait for the order, no less. Yeah. But we did want. It, we did do it for. But well, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't new at the time. But um. But anyway, yeah, I didn't know it was New Orleans the first time. And he pointed out to me, and then when they go back to his like uh, the place he works mm-hmm. at the ending, you see it on the sign. It says yeah. 
Jameson, yeah. whatever, whatever. And, the, and underneath it says New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like Drake is uh, lives in Louisiana. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Well, I mean, a lot of I heard like a lot of the developers like are like some of the head guys from um, from Naughty Dog. Like they have connections or like they lived in New Orleans or like their dad was from New Orleans and they would tell them stories about the city. So that like they love, you know, they actually really love the city of New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a really interesting place for Drake to live. You know, it's somewhere different. You know, it's not like California. It's not uh, or anything like that because no, no because Drake it's not interesting. Silicon Valley. No, well, I mean, uh, it, it, well, it get rich out of I mean, all the that he did. It also it, makes sense for Drake's character, like him as a character, to live in a place like New Orleans. Where else would you find a guy who's so used to traveling the world and taking in all these legends and harrowing experiences? You know, where else would where else would you expect that guy to live? He wasn't living in some exotic place. He would well, live I mean, in the islands. He did at the end. I mean, he lives like on a freaking island in the end. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, but outside of that, you you would expect a guy like that to live, you know, in a city of you know a city like New Orleans. Yeah, you know, wherever he got that job too, you know, that probably factored into it. Oh yeah, definitely. Get a lot more salvage jobs there, but um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if New Orleans if, uh, if New Orleans were to show up like let's say it's like Last of Us Two. It'd be cool to see New Orleans all messed up and like infected and <laughs> in like the water and everything. Well, it, it already was. It was enough for dead. I wasn't. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. Uh huh. Yeah, enough for dead. I forgot about that. I didn't play it. Yeah. So. He's got the PlayStation, darn it. Bell. <laughs> I've only ever owned the PlayStation, so never played Left 4 uh, Dead. Left 4 Dead's so cool. What else for Uncharted? I don't know why we're I'm blanking now. but well, um, Now, I know you had a question about Nadine, and I really yeah, want to say something. We did have a question about Nadine. It's funny because we talked about the Nadine, the first Nadine encounter, how cool that was, but like the second Nadine encounter was really cool, too. I really like that like uh, fight sequence. That was really cool. Oh, yeah, with the two brothers just... Yeah, that was really just getting whipped the entire time like and like climbing around and like seeing like oh, i'm like oh man is nadine nadine gonna get killed right here nadine gonna get killed right here but we have a question from lou turbo about nadine ross okay um he says was nadine ross essential to the plot of this game having her as a means to have her army to then be bought out by rafe just seems silly she mm. she was the ultimate plot device. That's that's all Nadine was. She was just a means for Rafe to have an army. I mean, honestly, the story... But then when Rafe buys the army in the end... But, oh, wait, we'll get into that, but, uh, yeah, as you were saying. No, I was just saying, like, the story exists and gels just fine without Nadine. To me, I feel like Nadine was just that character to serve as muscle. Not very yeah, much right. going on with her personality. Not, I mean, she, she has personality, but I mean, yeah, she does. it's just not very well defined. She's not very well explored. No, it's, she's it's, just that. She's just that character who's there to beat the hell out of you know the Drake brothers, you know, in the serve as that you know that plot device for saying, hey, we have an army and you don't. We have a PMC. Yeah, she's the yeah the hired the hired hand the henchman like you always see in movies like uh, wow like in, like in, yeah, James like in, like in Deadpool. She was the chick from Deadpool. <laughs> Just there as muscle. You know what? I I completely think that Nadine, because think about it like this. With the two Drake brothers, you got Nathan Drake, who's way more grounded. He's not about this adventure lifestyle. He's really not only anymore. here. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not anymore. And he's really only there because Sam and then even at the end, Sam's completely just gone off the deep end and wants to get this treasure. And then Drake is kind of there begrudgingly almost. I feel like Nadine is the same way where she she's on this because she has a contract with Rafe and she's here because she's more or less been hired or by Rafe and his services. She's only there for that. And in the end, similar to how when Sam ran off to go get the treasure and they had to follow him. Yeah. Nadine doesn't have that emotional connection. So when they're on the ship, she's like, you you guys are crazy. I'm getting the hell up out of here. Yeah. Adios. Well, she, she told Rafe that um, after the boss fight, like my men are getting killed at an alarming rate. Like, yeah, I don't want to be here. This is way more than you're paying us. He's like, oh, well, you see, I bought your men's little blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, well, you know, she out of the whole story, Nadine to me is the most sane person Yes. Out of all the characters in all of Uncharted 4. I think that's why she's important. She's the most sane. She acts as a straight woman for all the characters here. Because Rafe's gone crazy. Sam gone, Sam's gone crazy to a lesser degree. And then Nate's kind of stuck in the middle to where he knows all of this is insane. But he still has a little bit of that allure, which actually goes away by the end of the game. Well, it, 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 as far as if I can make a caveat about Drake. I mean, Drake was kind of okie doked into this in the first place. You know, Drake, Drake's sure, thinking, sure. I have to do this so my brother doesn't die again. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it's like, hey, um, everything I told you was a lie. Um, I'm perfectly yeah. fine. I really just want this treasure. Because that was the thing. That was like the plot thing that I, I was wondering, Cody, you agree with me on this about like, you know, the typical like twist with like the brother. If, if there was going to be something with him, like. Okay, I, because I suspected that he was going to work with Rafe the whole time. Okay. So like I'm glad you brought that up. So let me explain something that I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone pulled out, did mm-hmm. a whole thing on yet. So here, so so here's here's the thing. So as I was playing Uncharted Four, all right, and then they do the whole thing where Drake's brother like dies in jail or whatever, and, yeah. and, and then they say, yeah. "Oh, 15 years, I was stuck in jail for 15 years," and then it clicked with me. I was like, "Oh shit, did Sony spoil the ending three years ago?" Because in the very first teaser thing for Uncharted mm-hmm. on PS4, you hear that that narration and the guy's just all angry like, you left me in that hellhole for 15 years and uh, I'm back or whatever. And he sounded angry and like vengeful. You well, know, yeah, well, that- because oh okay uh, the eight months of shooting, mocap shooting that was scrapped. I mean, and then the uh, that's what direct- I was about to bring yeah, up. Yeah. We can't forget that because I think that's actually something very important to bring up. Thank goodness you brought it up because I think I actually would have completely forgotten about this point of how, you know, the overall direction of this game and how hand out. Yeah, yeah, change. It probably did change. Actually, like I was, I'm a little skeptical. Some people are like, "Oh, if you didn't know the context that Neil and Bruce produced this game, you would not have known." I'm like, uh, I think mm-hmm. you kind of. If you played Last of Us and you played like Uncharted Three, The Last of Us, and then Uncharted Four, I think you would have known. Like I, because um, especially as I was playing at the beginning of this game, I was just a little like, man, like how would this have turned out differently? But then uh, as time progressed and I played it more and more, I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine this any better. But, um, but yeah, I really wondered how different this would have played out. And then having Nate's brother maybe potentially being like the villain or like the bad guy. Yeah, that must have been a first draft. Like, because that might have yes. been the thing. Like the first version of this game when Amy, yes. when, uh, what's her name? Amy uh, Henning was working on. Maybe that was yeah, the darker Amy, story. Amy. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah, potentially. Or just something that I just felt like. I, I actually thank goodness they didn't go with it because that would have been so. But 
But that's the thing, though. That was that had to have been it. Like Drake's brother had to have been the villain at one point because that's what that narration was. That's what that whole thing was. Was basically his brother swearing vengeance against him. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I I watched that trailer again too, and how it was a different voice actor and everything. You know, but it's still um, the context of what he's saying matches with the Sam story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get remnants of that here. Yeah, I kind of wish. uh, Hopefully, one day we'll get to know the whole story or something, or get like a draft of the. The whole script or something. I would love. Yeah. What was the original story going to be? Yeah, what was what was the original story of Uncharted Four going to be? Probably going to have to wait years for that to uh, happen down the road. But uh, yeah, that's something really interesting to point out. Um, yeah, I think Sam definitely would have been the bad guy, but instead we at least I think we get something a little bit more clever where you know he lied to Drake about the whole the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rafe saving him. Yeah, Rafe saving him and everything, and you know that was quite like I felt like the same thing. Even though I didn't have like the as big of a connection to uh, Sam as I did to Sully and Elena, but like that still like hit like oh man, my my own brother lied to me and whatnot. Well, I, I honestly was afraid of the game uh, taking that same that that same twist, but it, it kind of it went over itself again. Like if you think about it, um, Uncharted. I think it was Uncharted 2 that had kind of the same thing with uh, Drake and old friends and old friends turning on him. And yeah, yeah. It was like, man, it's like, are we treading the same water all over again? Not really, because, because, because you know, Sam is still at the fan of heart. He, he just, you know, he told a lie and, you know, for all that, you know, that Rafe saved him, yada, yada. Even though, yes, that is kind of like a traitor move to do that because of the yeah. first, that's what got Drake to go in the first place. But I don't think it's in the realm of Uncharted 2 predictability at, at all. Well, uh, yeah, Uncharted 2 was just, mm-hmm. it seemed like just a whole underground world of just, they were all yeah. thieves. They were among thieves. So yeah, everyone right, was kind of scheming. Right. But with Nate's brother, it seemed more like how, a, how someone with a drug addiction would lie about something. He's addicted to that treasure. He's addicted to the treasure. He's addicted to that life. He wants that so bad that he'll lie and scheme and do whatever he can to get right. people to do it. It's not necessarily of malice. It's more of just an uh, inability yes. to just stop the chase. Uh, well said. Yes, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to raise <laughs> one more caveat, and it's something that's always managed to piss me off, or maybe I just never noticed it. How come every single time they find the thing they're looking yeah. for, they find a way to blow it up. <laughs> because you would, right? you yes. would think <laughs> after all this time. After all this time, they would think, "Hey, there's a good chance of this blowing up. How, we need to figure out how to get all this stuff away safely." Well, like here's the thing: because like in this game, more than ever, because you had the other two, well, one, two, and three, where you, it was like lost cities, and you had like just gigantic, ridiculous amount of stuff. But with this one, I felt like this was like, even though Drake didn't really want it at all, I felt like this was the closest Drake has ever gotten to fortune. Because like once I got in there and you saw like all the gold like surrounding you with the around you, like what is probably like millions of dollars worth of like stuff, and I was like oh, shaking, like I was like shaking along with Drake. Like I would if I was in that. I'd be shaking with excitement, like, oh my god, I get all this stuff. But then, you know, it all goes to crap later on. Literally but, just walks right past all of it. Yeah, well, yeah, because then he was looking for his brother and whatnot, and then uh, we get the confrontation battle. And I was actually kind of curious what you guys think of the final confrontation with Rafe and having the whole different uh, gameplay element. A little oh. akin to uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, but not to that realm, really. Um, but where you get, like, fighting. Yeah. Uh, of course, really? I, I, yeah, um, that boss battle to me just felt 
really powerful the course for me. It's like I feel like like the high part of 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 everything, even that boss battle, was like the very last bit of it. You know, I, I'm talking about the very last bit. You know, where you're uh, where Drake is down on you know down on the floor, fending off Rafe with the sword. But everything else was pretty powerful. The chorus, I felt it was just like Uncharted One's boss battle all over again. Yeah, or it was just kind of like Uncharted okay. One's boss battle was very opposite. like yeah, it was kind of opposite because for Uncharted One's boss battle, I mean, I don't know why we even go into that one where it's just you know methodically you just kill these dudes and then go on to the next wave and then you know do it again and then dodge. But at least with this, I thought it was pretty neat doing having the new gameplay element and. Uh, reading uh, Rolling Stone's Neil uh, Druckmann interview that supposedly what got scrapped in the game was like you were supposed to originally do another different sword section uh, towards the middle of the game before you do the sword battle so then you want to be completely thrown off it was like with a kid or something like in the market you play with the sword with the kid or whatever oh um, okay to to introduce you to that gameplay element of sword fighting uh, but they scrapped, I, I like they scrapped it. I like how they had it in this one because I feel like it was just super duper appropriate. Because the whole the whole franchise is based on pirate themes and stuff. They never outright went with you know the throwback like Pirates of the Caribbean type pirates. But this whole game right. was all about that. So I feel like the ultimate evolution of that idea and that concept is just to have a straight up sword battle at the end with two pirate swords on a burning pirate ship in the <laughs> middle of a secret pirate island yeah like, you know i thought i thought it was a really pirate cool. treasure exactly <laughs> like i think of out of all the ridiculous end boss battles that uncharted has had um well that's hard one yes uncharted two and even Golden Abyss, but I don't even think Golden Abyss had a boss battle. Yeah, but, it was uh, that really long thing, yeah. you swiping your finger on the screen. Yeah, that, that was the ultimate quick time event. No, because that could have simply been a quick time event, but they actually made it interactive and, and did everything with it. But, you know, I, I don't, some people kind of uh, put it akin to as bad as Lozarovich and Uncharted 2, which I don't Oh, not at all. It was. I didn't think Uncharted Four was that bad, but now I'll admit Uncharted Two's and the Zarvich thing was a little annoying. But uh, you know, I thought it was fine. I don't know what you guys thought of the end boss battle. Um, I liked it, but well, I like I like the the kind of like the dialogue, the back and forth, and then when like Rafe is like Drake yeah. the Legend, Drake the Legend, discovering yeah. all this stuff, and it kind of yeah, made me cool. and it made me question like, wait, well, is do people like in the world know who Nathan Drake is? Like, is he famous? Like, generally, um, just in those well, underground. I mean, you know, I mean, underground? Well, I'm, I'm sure it's yeah, just yeah, the underground yeah. still. Yeah, probably just the underground. And I because well, I mean, let's not well, even though Rafe is just introduced to us on Uncharted Four out of all the games that he knows him, like he's known him for a long time, and he's known that he's done all that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, still calling uh, him a legend so. still means that a lot of people must know of him. Because I mean, because because yeah, well, it's probably underground. I mean, we're going to go to the dictionary term of a legend. <laughs> legend. I mean, a legend is, is yeah. It's not just one other person because there's your legend where you would think a lot of people because they're a legend, but um, uh, an extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field. Yeah, see, so uh, famous I mean, yeah, yeah, in a particular no. field. Famous. Well, well, think, well, think about it like this: like Very Nathan well Drake done. is famous in his circle. Like yeah, Kimber Slice was. Yeah, I don't think like 
Drake is well-renowned. Like, everyone knows him. Like, oh, you're the Nathan Drake. I mean, it's the same thing with Indiana Jones. I mean, people knew of Indy in his circle, but, like, was he recognized everywhere? See, I got to agree. Nathan Drake is the Kimbo Slice of video games. (laughs) Right. He's, He's... He's Kimbo Slice levels of famous, where if you're into that world, you know, yeah, if you're immersed exactly. in it, you know who he is. But if you're not, he's just another guy on the street. Yeah, yeah he's not going to be like out on the street like, oh, you're Nathan Drake. You're, like, you're not, but, he's not going to fuck up to Starbucks and be like, oh, my God. But, but I mean, but we see it again at the end when, like, you see uh, Cassie on the National Geographic or whatever. And it's like, oh, following the footsteps of her parents. And I'm like. Okay, maybe Drake went more legit, you know, being yeah. like a legit adventurer. But still, like, when he went legit and people started knowing him, like yeah, that. like, then people look into his past and go, hey, you're that guy that blew up Tibet or whatever, you know? You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy who almost every city he stepped foot in. Yeah. Gonna- <laughs> I take into account that all the people that he's killed and, like, any of the family members of any of these people that he's killed, knowing that Drake killed them. <laughs> Hey, dude. getting too meta. No, like I, I finished. I finished Bloodline last night. That show shows that it's very hard to get away with killing people. So I don't well, think Drake can just go away. Just like everybody, just be like, ah, oh, he didn't kill nobody. He's all good. He blew up everything. Yeah, we also saw was like to keep it uh, in pain and game. <laughs> oh god! He, he, no matter how many times you slice up a body, if you put it in the freaking lake, you still get caught. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we see it in Uncharted Four when like Drake and Sam are on that bike? Like they're going on the bike, they're on that motorcycle. The whole thing happens. They blow up that town with everything. That was public. Very. That was very public. And when they get off the bike, the guys are just staring at him. And then Drake's just like, "Um, okay, let's go. Let's get off." Yeah. Even driving, they're like, "We can never come back here again." Yeah, we can never come (laughs) here again. Never come back here again. Well, we never like when Sully and Drake had that back and forth in that amazing sequence that we're going to probably have to talk about next. Uh, that Sully says like, "Oh, like, oh, I guess we can't be in this city anymore." And then Drake's just like, "Add that on the list, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and that so the yeah, they have they have a list of it. They have a list of cities that he can't go to, <laughs> or unless he destroys them. He destroys. He, they're probably getting like stopped at customs every time. Like, uh, no. Oh. Sorry, man. <laughs> like, uh, again. renting uh, places now. Like, oh, Nathan Drake. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to allow you to rent this car. You're probably going to total it or drive it off the cliff. I can. I can totally see. <laughs> Only did that once. Totally see. Only five. That, yeah, he did that once. <laughs> I mean, that was from uh, J- that was from um, James Bond, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't let you rent this car. <laughs> I can't let you. Rent this car. Well, actually, he totaled two cars technically. He totaled like. The one, well, the one he was driving off the edge of the cliff or whatever in Africa, but I don't think he totaled that necessarily. And then the one that got totaled in, in the river, which that was an exhilarating sequence right there. I was like, oh, oh dang. Like, I was like, shoot. I thought like, that was great. Yeah, I thought, it was, was, I thought really it was weird that they had that whole near-death experience, and then as soon as they get back up, they're like, about our marriage, let's continue that conversation. <laughs> Elena, Elena <laughs> one scared me. when Yeah, the one with Elena, I'm sure you know which one we're talking about, before you go in the catacombs or whatever with the exploding. Yeah. That that scared me. I was like, no. <laughs> because Oh, wait, like you thought they killed her? Yeah, Elena, when she was like laying down there, like I was like... Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Like, the music stops and everything, I was like... No, I was like, and then, the other one too was kind of going back to the end of the game. Here was when uh, uh, Sam was pinned down on that thing, and then like 
I had like the same reaction that Drake had, like where he was like going around having his hand, uh, hands on his head and everything. I was like, damn, like, are they really? But no, they didn't. But see, they did but, that with Drake himself, too. When you got trapped under the ship and then the water was rising. Near also, the end thank, God, thank God yeah. they did that with Sully, though. Thank goodness they didn't uh, screw her on Sully like that. Because we, me and Cody were talking about, like, they already did that a couple times with Sully already. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, one and three. <laughs> one and three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so thank goodness they didn't play around with like Sully. Like, oh, did he? The only thing they played around with Sully a little bit, where it left it a little like, huh, was like with this history with Nadine or whatever. But I mean, I, I mean, that was they had had some history. I mean, that was it. I mean, I well, guess speaking, that didn't really. Well, speaking of character history, we talked to me. Me and Andrew talked about this off air, but I want to bring it up. Um, it's it's a little weird. Where, where Sam fits in the timeline of things, um, I want yeah. let, me, let me explain. So, so um, in Uncharted Three, we got that was the first game where we kind of really got into Drake's background. You know, we see him as a kid, we see him like running off on his own, and then he meets up with Sully, and then you think, oh, that's them, all right? They team up, and that's fine. And then we get the whole thing with uh, what's what's the bad guy's name in, in Helen Marin <laughs> in, in in Uncharted Three? Oh, ah, uh, uh, ooh, Mel, Mel, Malone. No, God, oh Malone. God. Marlo, thank Marlo, you. Catherine Marlo. Captain Marlo. <laughs> Marlo. Yeah, Passport. she shows up and basically just reads off Drake's like um Drake's like, history file. on that file and like, oh, and Drake's not your real last name, but we don't need to talk about that. Um but she doesn't mention his brother in that file. Yeah, which is a big thing. Yeah, which, which is, is really, really weird. Like they don't mention his brother in that file, and I'm like, okay, because now we know he has a brother now in Uncharted Four. And then, all of a sudden, yeah, that yeah, we all know. All of a sudden, <laughs> he has a brother, and then in Charge Four, like Sully knows him, so like Sully knows Sam, like they work together too. So I'm like, so what? And that- not once was Sully be- ever mentioned him at all in any of the other games. That's what it leaves it open. Well, to no, this. I understand right. that. I understand that because Drake said that after he thought Sam died, he didn't want to talk about him anymore. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand so that, but like every day, like, oh man, Sam would have loved this. The fact that Marlo yes. didn't mention it. Yeah, the fact weird. that Marlo didn't mention it's weird, and the fact that um. Suddenly, no Sam. So, so they've worked together. So that basically means that after that big scene in Charlie Three, where, they, where we see like Drake and Sully meeting for the first time, basically right after that scene ended, uh, Drake basically went, "Oh, I have a brother too. You want to help raise him too?" <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm not alone. I'm not Oliver Twist here. I have a brother. <laughs> Wait, did he say that in Uncharted no, 3? No, he didn't. That's what no. I'm saying. No. Like, oh, like, oh said, you wish they would have had something no, like he, that. No, that's what I'm saying, though. He said all that after the scene cut. Like, what we yeah, saw like they was cut that. the scene. Like, after and the scene then they're cut, like, by the way, here's Sam. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> here's my only brother, you know. The and only then, relative I have in the world. Yeah, Sully was just like, I thought I was going to help to raise this kid. Now I got to raise two kids. You have, any, like, sisters and other brothers and cousins and shit? Like, had to raise the whole Drake family. I had a grandmother, but she kind of died immediately after I met her. <laughs> right? Like, it was it was our fault that we killed our grandmother. Um, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that is the character that died. Everyone thought someone was going to yeah. die. That's the one. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's really wait, the wait, wait, kind of character death, the, the old lady in the... Yeah, the old the lady old- who was like friend of your parents or something she she expired of natural causes whether they showed up or not she she was going to die from the looks of it they she she was on her way out she she was smoking enough she seemed to be full of cancer by the time the boys ran in there yeah i know right she was like a 99.8 like 99.7 and then like oh Dang, uh, mm. 
Oh, and that's another thing too. It's like, oh, how do you feel about Drake's real name being Drake Morgan? Oh uh, yeah, Drake Morgan. Um, Drake. Eh, well, Nathan it's Morgan, right? Because they assumed the Drake name, so yeah, Nate Morgan. I, I keep calling him Drake, so I assume that's like his first name. So yeah, Nathan Morgan. Sorry. Um, well, no, because that was something they teased in Uncharted Three. It was like, oh, that's not your real name, and they never brought it up. And we had to wait all the way to Uncharted Four to come out, and they finally get it. It's like, yeah, yeah you want to Morgan. Well, he could have no. still assumed he could have still assumed his pirate lifestyle and just called himself Captain Morgan. But <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> But uh, I was like, okay, so you, you gotta, gotta have, name you gotta have the two first names, man. You gotta have the two first names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, that wasn't anything I thought about too much. Uh, I mean, it was a really neat reveal, you know, getting that flashback, and those flashback sequences were really great. Oh yeah, I I really liked the uh, the way they handled every flashback this time out. felt the uh, felt a lot more fresh to me. Yeah, I, I think I think so too. Yeah, it was a nice it was a nice break away from all the action and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, especially the second one. Yeah, the second one was really oh, good. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that, oh, it was long. I mean, it was long, but it was like really good. I mean, I just remember just uh, exploring that house. Got some last most left behind vibes of like trying on the hats and doing a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, oh man, which is pretty good. Um, I really like. I really dug that. Um, yeah, there was there's a lot of Last of Us influences in Uncharted Four. <laughs> there is a lot. Definitely. Which, but uh, but in the beginning, I was a little bitter about it. But then once I kind of really I thought about it, it was all for the better because I just think like with all because I think the biggest one hmm. that they did so much well, which I think should have hit you as soon as soon as you discovered the ruined city, was that yeah. it used a lot of environmental storytelling. Oh yeah, Last of Us. That stuff was which, great. Because I think more than ever, because especially with this Uncharted, with this Uncharted Four, um, that I actually gave a damn about the like historical thing that Drake is actually looking for. Because you know you have like these real pirates that exist in the real world, yeah. Where the rest of us, all this stuff is fiction. Out. Yeah, I actually really fleshed it out uh, more than the other three games. Because some of the other three games were like exaggerated and kind of even more fictionalized, mm-hmm. but this one I felt like grounded it a little bit more. Yeah, and there was using no... the visual storytelling beats from The Last of Us here helps so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they. I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, visual story. Yeah, because we saw that too in the house when they were born in the house. You just saw all the visual yeah, storytelling. It's like, oh, look at all the medical equipment. Look at these beds. Yeah. Look at all these notes yeah. everywhere. You know, telling the story. You but... did not get any of that in Uncharted Three or Two or yeah. even one. All like... from Last of Us. And then, even, yeah, even, even towards the end when you were like chasing your brother through the through the empty city and everything with Elena, like you could just it felt like not only chasing your brother, but kind of chasing mm-hmm. these two pirates as they betrayed everyone they loved and then they betrayed each other and then it was only Avery left and he just went crazy <laughs> and was spe- killing people in the tombs. Yeah, at one point you're well, saying, at one point you're expecting like that echo ghost thing like in like Prometheus or something, like you see the like, you see them like, like, oh like killing each other and stuff. Well, I, I do want to say about those story beats. Um, yes. This, to me, definitely feels like the masterpiece we've been waiting for in terms of Uncharted. It's yeah. like when I feel like this oh. game was ap- aptly named of Thieves Sin because it just took everything that Naughty Dog had built up to that point And he just said, hey, this is going to be our magnum opus, at least for now, for Nathan Drake. Yeah, for Nathan this, Drake. Is, this is not to say for Uncharted as a whole. But this was the culmination of everything from story beat to the characters being believable to the acting 
um, everything just led up beautifully and everything was just so expertly timed. I felt sad when I finished the game gifting. Mm, like yeah, I wanted more. Yeah, because when because once you hit that ending, it really hits you. Like, oh shit, we're never going to see Drake again. <laughs> like right. they are off into the sunset for real this time. Right. This is truly a thief's end. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think a uh, remarkable part is that especially when you meet up with Elena again after you get hit in the head. Um, <laughs> you get hit in the head. And you get hit in the head. And I, I really thought hopefully they were not going to go with a memory loss uh, thing, but thank goodness they didn't do that. Elena, yeah, who? Every kind of cliche to have an Uncharted. Four I have a brother. What? Uh, who is this beautiful <laughs> lady? Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm um, married. I, <laughs> um, that uh, I got I got um, Uncharted One vibes from it, you know, with the oh, yeah. with Elena. It, I mean, that really came full circle where it was getting you know getting the Uncharted One vibes and then driving around and all that. I thought that was really fantastic because um, I'm kind of going into probably what is probably at least for me the best like action set piece because moment in the game because uncharted 4 i mean has a handful of them but it's not in the realm of like uncharted 3 or 2 where you constantly kind of get bombarded with them in a way three is um because i mean three you had the train well no no two you had the train (laughs) two was the train three was was the train train. i don't know why (laughs) two was straight you know you had the awesome cruise ship thing that was awesome amazing and then you had the plane um yeah the plane was nuts yeah, the plane was incredible. Um, but then before we had uh, the really extended uh, uh, convoy chase sequence, which was fantastic. Yeah, but that was in Uncharted 3. Yeah, and wait, wait, yeah, we're going to get to that yeah. in a second. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's too as well. Which I might yeah. actually cite in this video, uh, someone's uh, convoy analysis of the, all three, all four Uncharted games, because all four of them have had some sort of convoy shoot 'em up uh, style set piece before. Yeah, Uncharted 1 had one, but that was only on rails. You were only, like, shooting, like, the grenade thing, and you were just blowing them up, yada, yada, yada. Two took it a step further, where you were on the, like, cliffs and whatnot, and it was traversal. You were moving around. You were going from car to car, blowing stuff up. That was neat. Three, yeah, it was a little bit more plain. I mean, you were, like, just moving the stick up with your horse and then going. It was more flat. It wasn't as exciting because, you know, you had the... You had the snow terrain. It was up and down, up and down. But the you, you just had to stand, which is very flat. Mm. Before this was just full on. You were you were a participant in everything. You were driving. You were, uh, you were shooting. Look, you were shooting. Uh, it was being shot at. Yeah, being shot at. It was open. It's yeah. open ended. You can take the cars. You can do whatever you wanted. Uh, you can drive wherever. Um, enemies would come at you. Um, depending on your speed and they would fall off trying to get in your car. If you were driving a certain way, yep. uh, it was remarkable. I think that, I mean, God, I wonder how long that sequence took to develop alone. When I come to think of like, like I remember hearing Naughty Dog talk about the last sequence in left behind, which wasn't really a grand sequence. If you remember of being chased by the clickers, they said that that sequence oh, yeah. in left behind took last of us. Yeah, Last of Us Left Behind, the sequence where um, Ellie and her friend are getting chased by the clickers, like that little like set piece like moment. They said that that set piece moment took like three months alone to develop. So like I can only imagine how long that convoy sequence to get that all down right on Uncharted Four. I mean, that must have took like six, eight months to get that down because that that was just crazy. 
Oh yeah. Was was that everyone's favorite sequence or did yeah. anyone have any other favorite That was my set favorite. Pieces? That, that, was um, set piece that was a like, Uncharted, Uncharted 4. Moment, yeah, just Uncharted 4. Set piece moment on Uncharted 4. I mean, I, I, think so the, I think that was the biggest set piece moment. Every everything else to me is kind of a blur because I just devoured that game. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beat it in one day. Ooh. Hey man, I didn't have to go to work the next day. <laughs> I had my bag of Doritos, my my whole bottle of Mountain Dew. I and, knew it was those two. <laughs> like I was, I was ready. I I took the day off in, in preparation yeah, I for that. I really did like. I know what my honestly, least favorite was. <laughs> oh, what was your Oh God, when you when you ride in the damn elevator. Yeah, oh. like put the jeep in the elevator, and like you like yeah. on it. I hated oh, that part. I hated oh, that. You had to too. shoot people on like yeah. the very small platform. Mm-hmm. Well, you oh, can man. you can jump off and go to the other platforms. Just the game doesn't make that very clear. Like, hey, yeah. you're probably not supposed to sit here. Yeah, I was over there trying to just hang on the side of the cliff, and then I ran out of ammo after two guys. <laughs> like, what do I do? Yeah, they don't so eventually have to learn. They don't give you unlimited ammo in this one, like in some like in some action scenes in like the other three games. And was there parts where they, you had basically unlimited ammo? Oh yeah, yeah, when you fought the monsters in two and everything. Yeah, but like they didn't have that in Uncharted Four. Like if you were like hanging on the rope and you ran out of ammo, you're out of ammo. Time to climb mm-hmm. up the rope and get um, on the jeep or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this, and I, I guess I can. I guess I'll be the Debbie Downer. I think that out of all four Uncharted, uh, this one to me had the weakest set piece with two and three being like, for me, like the train and plane sequence was like, and underwater with the ship. Like that just blew my mind apart. Like in terms of set pieces that you can have. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing, you know, because I I wasn't really put off by that in any respect because, you know, thinking about what Uncharted 4 originally was supposed to be again, that I ever since this was announced in the beginning, when it was just uncharted, let's not forget that when it was just uncharted, uh, Neil Bruce talking about about it the day of when the PS4 was launched. Yeah. You know, I envisioned this game in my head where it was not even going to be like the other three, even though there was part of me that did want it to be like the other three, and that's what maybe it was going to be in the, from the beginning once uh, Amy and uh, Justin were headlining this game in the beginning. Um, now that could not have been the reason. It could have been a variety of different reasons why they left. But uh, uh, you know, I just think you know if if maybe it would have gone down that road, and you know, Sam being the bad guy, yada yada yada, and having maybe more set pieces, then I just think maybe Uncharted Four maybe would have been a little rudimentary and a little routine. Um, which I don't know. I'm not really. I mean, that would have went over great. Yeah, seeing even more amazing set pieces in on the PlayStation Four and all that, but. I'm really glad that Uncharted 4 took a different uh, step in a, a different direction as opposed to me. But that, that's me making uh, assumptions that maybe the original vision for 4 was going to be exactly like 3 or 2 or even 1. See. But um, I'm glad that they went with a different direction for 4 because I think because due to the fact that they had to scrap everything that they had originally tells me that they had to go in a different direction. See, I don't even know how they could have topped two and three because if you think oh, yeah, about right? it, they covered all the bases. Like Uncharted One didn't have any set pieces because it was, you know, Uncharted One the first time. But mm-hmm. two had the train, and that was the big thing everyone freaked out about. And then three not only had the plane, but it also had the boat. So you're covering land, sea, and air already. 
So how do you spaceships? How do you up the ante? Well, well, you see, it's to me, it it had that uh, Fast and Furious syndrome where we've seen such incredible set pieces. How do you possibly top this? And you know how you do it? You you substitute you substitute the 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 eye popping action for more substance and for more context. So that. And so, like, where Uncharted Four fell fell a little bit short with the with the you know with the set pieces, they put it in in places where you're you're ready for it. Like, man, you've you've had enough of being stealthy. You've had enough of ex- exploration. You're hungering for something dynamic to happen. And then, bam, we don't hit you. It's it's like that perfect meal where your appetizer's on point. The drinks are being refilled at the proper time. The main course is here. That that one big set piece, you're just like, finally, I have it. Then everything else is dessert in the after dinner conversation, and it <laughs> yeah. just wraps up perfectly, just like that. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, he's on point. Yeah, that's all good. Um, yeah, because that, that was the thing about Uncharted Four. Like towards the end, I kind of felt you kind of felt like they were running out of steam because, like, well, another set piece we didn't talk about that I really like was the um, the bell tower. Yeah, the bell tower. Yeah, yes. it was great when it collapsed. Oh, that was like, my favorite one. Yeah, the bell tower is great. Yes. You see that bell treasure and you jumping between the bits. Yeah, that was a great action scene. But um, towards the end, you can kind of feel like they're running an idea. It was like, oh, what do we do now? Oh, I don't know. Um, exploding mummies. And oh, how stupid well, was the exploding mummies? Yeah, that was actually a pretty dumb mechanic. Like, it's just like, oh, roll away. Bam. And it's like, it doesn't kill you. If you, if you, as long as you roll back at least once, you won't die. It's just annoying. I don't know. I died like twice. <laughs> running into like a bunch of mummies, like this one won't explode, will it? Boom! Oh, no, I got yes black and did. white. I got black yeah. and white a lot, but I didn't necessarily <laughs> die too much. Maybe died once. That's it. Just the sound mixing with it too was just kind of off. At least on like on my sound system set, where like it was just kind of just so like because the dialogue would be really quiet, but then like I have to turn up to hear what they're saying, and then the mummy explosions would come. It was just super loud. <laughs> and I played around. I played around with the sound setting too, where I can maybe make it a little lower, but it still was like coming up louder than. Well, which makes sense, of course. Explosions are going to be louder than uh, human dialogue, but God, it was just like ow. Like the feeling that Nathan was getting when, when he was getting his ears, I was having the same way playing it. Right, you're like, why is this happening? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't find that part too annoying. I mean. Actually, some of that annoying shit kind of just gave me some Uncharted 1 vibes. That's why it kind of came full circle for me a little bit, having that. Um, now, what did you guys think of uh, just ended up just having no supernatural twist, not having any kind of, whoa. <laughs> like, and, like <laughs> well, that, that, may, that, that Uncharted 2 or 3 made me go, whoa, with the set. The, the, or even yeah, 1. You, you, yeah. 1 did it, too. Yeah, because... So- yeah, you're talking about like yeah. alternate enemies because like yeah, Uncharted One you fought those zombie things, Uncharted Two you fought those like climbing blue people, and then Uncharted Three you fought those like Ghost Rider clones, <laughs> which that had like the children. blow guns that would two shot you. Yep. Oh god, I hated those. I'm crushing. Ah, oh, kill me. But it was a little difficult because those Ghost Rider things weren't even. Yeah, they weren't real. See, that's the thing. I think ever since Uncharted 2, they've been going away from the supernatural twist because even even in 3, you just got drugged. So it didn't really change things much. But 
I, I like the fact that they didn't have that. It kind of showed how Naughty Dog grew up because if you think about it in the context of if you think about how realistic The Last of Us was, and this is a post Last of Us Naughty Dog, the supernatural twist in Uncharted 4 is the fact that he kills all these people without <laughs> without dying <laughs> caught, without without dying himself. He does all these impossible human feats that are just ridiculous to the everyday man. That's the supernatural twist. Well, yeah. it's it's the superhero suspension of disbelief. So in a world of, of people who are destined for greatness, we have a degree of expectation of what they can do and what they can't do. And Naughty Dog has gotten real good at letting us know, hey, Nathan Drake, while he is a BA and he can beat, you know, trained soldiers, Nadine whip the life out of this man. <laughs> you and know, he's it's still like climbing. hey. Right. It's like, hey, look, Nathan Drake may be good enough to take out 13 armed guards who are supposed to be professional military, you know, guys. But one woman without a gun can kick him through a window. Feminist AF, bro. Right. I mean, did you? Was very they actually had a headline about that, too. Yeah. They if did. you guys heard about that. Yeah, how they have to take. Yeah. Oh, another thing. It was like towards the end. I, I thought it was kind of weird and annoying. So you know that part when like you open the door and you get caught in that net with with Elena. Yeah. You're like, oh, swing! Oh, grab, yeah. the, grab the sword. I'm like, doesn't doesn't Drake have a knife on hand? It's like, no, you got to swing and oh, grab no. that sword. He you know? comes like, really unprepared, dude. Like he yeah. doesn't even carry. After all these adventures, he doesn't carry a lighter. He doesn't even carry. He doesn't carry a knife. Well, at first I was gonna say, but doesn't he have a knife for that climbing? But but it's not a knife he uses. He uses a little pick thing. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, pick. well, oh. you have to find the pick thing. Like, yeah. You can pass it up. Yeah, he like, didn't. Well, thank God he found that, right? Or else he wouldn't be able to traverse through the rest of the game. <laughs> All right, it's like that pick thing, dude. I was just like, wait a minute. Do I so, need to get this? Is this like a collectible? Yeah. It reminded <laughs> kinda, me of uh, Tomb Raider when you were using you, little axe as a pick. If you think about it, if Nathan Drake had a knife on him, he would just use that for self-defense and the game would get so much more dark. Oh, oh yeah. I know, you're, like, st- you're like stabbing people in the chest <laughs> like for combat. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. Having Drake right? <laughs> have stealth a knife. Kill. Like, stealth kill. You like slip their throats when you stealth kill. Like That's <laughs> a legit stealth kill. Like, huh. <laughs> 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 or like you have like, a throwing knife. That would have been awesome. Oh my gosh. That's like a Modern <laughs> Warfare 2 ass thing to do. <laughs> right? Are, are, That's how that came in. Games where you use a knife or what? I mean, not that it would be dark if Drake were to use a knife. I mean, I it's, mean one like thing to, it's one thing to punch a guy into submission, it's another thing to throw a knife at his eye. Or to take, a, said, knife, right? like, or, or to take a gun and, you know, take a guy's dome piece off. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, <laughs> nothing dark about that. <laughs> He's just dragging off sniper rifles. You know what to do, players. He's not dead. He's just sleeping really hard. It's an alternate universe where paint guns got really advanced. <laughs> and this paint gun makes this guy go, ugh, and fall off of a tower. He's not dead. <laughs> and all the paintballs are red now. <laughs> no, yeah. wait. To me, honestly, when I sit here and I look at Uncharted 4, as far as everything goes, the one thing to me that just, like, I have endless fun with is the grappling hook. 
Just oh, grappling yes. hooking across a cavern in Superman punching a guy into <laughs> next next millennia is endlessly fun. <laughs> Yeah, so, I can only imagine a multiplayer. It seemed like you can do the same thing. Oh, yeah, multiplayer oh, is you just can do the multiplayer. Fun. I literally, I just had a match of multiplayer where they have this one um, super ability where you just throw down a dome and every all the enemies are slowed down in a dome. I had that thrown at me, but I was on a grappling hook, so I just slow motion just came down on a guy, and no one <laughs> shot me the whole time. It took me like five seconds to get to the ground, but I finally got him. Died after, right after, but it felt good. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, no, you brought you brought the, the little grapple hook. That reminds me. It's like I thought that was funny in the game when when uh, Sam hands him the little grapple hook, and then Drake's he's like, you know how to use this. Drake's like, of course, I'm an expert. And I'm like, I've never used this in Uncharted series. I've never seen him grapple, and yet he's an expert at it. He's an but expert like, at everything. That's what they <laughs> except being prepared. That's what they use to child the uh, flashbacks to childhood. That's I think that's kind of used to justify that a little bit because they yes. show you when he first used it with mm-hmm. his brother and everything. So it's implying, oh, I've been doing this for so, years. I so just like, stopped because it so reminds like, me of his death. Yeah, I was about to say, so I'm sorry, one and three, he's just like, nah, I don't use gravel hooks. They remind me of my brother too much. He's holding in the tears. And he starts shooting, <laughs> people, starts shooting people with his guns. I, I just imagine, like, all the sections of the game are like, hey, give me a boost over as well. I have a grappling hook. Why do I? Yeah, everyone's been saying that. Like, yeah. well, give me a boost this ladder. I have a grappling hook. Why do I need. <laughs> huh? <laughs> where do people, but wait, where's my? Here's my question: Where do you grapple from? You grapple yes. up the top of the ladder. You pull the rope down. Like you just climb up. What like is the, the, the what does the ladder fall down because of your weight? What well, that's the thing. You, you don't get the ladder. Yeah, you just pull the ladder down to you. You don't like hook onto the ladder and then climb on the rope with the. Oh boy, that's a physics. I don't, physics. I don't even want to get into physics. Well, it's like the last of us. Pallets don't float. <laughs> but what we do need to get into here is the rest of these questions. Yes. Oh yeah, please. Not to unnaturally go through these here. No, but, we just uh, we just want to cover them. This one uh, is from uh, Q the Karma, mm-hmm. and uh, basically states here: Is the DLC going to be unveiled at E3 to keep the momentum going? I guess they keep the good word of Uncharted Four going. At least have an announcement of the DLC. Mm, when it'll hit. I don't know. No. I I feel I, like I that no. DLC for this game would be in somewhat bad taste, unless it's DLC for Cassie. Because like I don't know, man. I feel like they wrapped up Uncharted in such a nice, neat bow. Like we we'll talk about how they wrapped it up in a second. Like we like you. I feel like DLC would just I don't know. It's just like being bad taste. Unless it's like cosmetic DLC. You know what no, I mean? they've already confirmed that there will be a single player DLC. Yeah. Hmm. So there That's is going to be a single player DLC. Now, the problem with announcing an E3, here's the problem. I mean, I know once E3 hits, the game has been out for a month. But the problem is, I don't think they want to really talk about the single player DLC because the odds are it's going to spoil the game in some way. Like you say, if it's about Cassie, then you spoil that Cassie exists. If you make it about exactly. Sam, if you make it about Sam, then you spoil that Sam lives in, at the end of Uncharted 4. You know? So they need. So unless it's a straight up prequel. They can't really talk about it right now. They have to wait until everybody's kind of like, have you finished it? Are you sure? All right. Here's the DLC. That's, that's awkward. Yeah, you can't do that. That's why I think they're going to come through at PSX and announce that. That yeah. seems like the perfect place to do it. Then you got almost a year to play the actual game. Yeah, they'll probably wait yeah. till then because cause that, cause the odds are that's what the DLC is, right? Sam playing a Sam doing something. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Sam. I know. I, I think so. 
I think so. Too. Because you're Sam. because you're because I mean you hell you play as three characters on Trevor Four. You play as Drake, Sam, and uh, Nate's daughter Cassie. So yeah, and, and they already have a build of Sam where you're able to play as him, and he has slightly different animations and and guns and everything, and guns and everything. So and the melee. So they have those assets. So similar to how the Last of Us DLC was all Ellie, they already let you play as her in the main game. Yeah. Makes too much sense. That's right, and then and then Troy just comes back to the studio for a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's what the time. Ellie had to do too for Left Behind. She had to come back for a little bit for about like three or four months, and then he'll so, just stay there. And they'll just mocap Last of Us too. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, like, hey, you want to grow a beard again? <laughs> It's like, oh, you ain't leaving. He's about to walk out the front door. Oh, we ain't done here. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me, let me show you a little script for something we got here. It makes him cry like the first two pages. <laughs> <laughs> I had another daughter that's now dead again. No, <laughs> <laughs> Going what back in, added woman. in more characters. <laughs> yeah, with oh, characters God. that we don't know, but all of a sudden we know now. Yeah. <laughs> that's the common thread. Oh, the chill. You do it Every Naughty out. Dogs franchise has a daughter. They do. A thread. Um, now, I know uh, our guest here was talking about how it wrapped it all up. Now, Z-Man 007 or Z-Man 007. Uh, thoughts on the epilogue? Well, we already said our thoughts in the epilogue. Uh, what, what did it do to solidify that there will be no more adventures with Nathan Drake? Have a daughter. Yeah, having a daughter, right? So, you know, yeah, it's that, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that extra step. Because I mean, we see the whole thing on Uncharted 4 was like, I don't want to go on adventures. I have a wife now. And that was like, okay, that was enough for him to not want to be on adventures. Now you have a kid. That's even more, you know, mm-hmm. reason for that. And also, too, is like what I mentioned before, like now Drake really is in the public eye now. Exactly. Like, yeah. like as an adventurer, he can't go on these killing sprees anymore. <laughs> you know, his, his, uh, his horribly underfunded homicide sprees can no longer be done in secret. <laughs> That's going to be a really weird uh, issue of National Geographic. You know, uh, geolo- uh, architect Nathan Drake went on a killing spree and killed 20 people in one area and got a trophy for it. <laughs> and <laughs> Little narrative dissonance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's almost like he's will- going for some imaginary achievement or something. I don't know what his, his deal is. He was alternating <laughs> weapons. <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> then he climbed the rope and did a headshot from the rope it was all perfectly orchestrated like he was going for it it's like he something. wanted a trophy for his actions <laughs> all very specific I, I, will, I, I will get a technicality on that question though because they said how much does it solidify adventures with Nathan Drake Nathan's definitely not doing anything else but I will argue that if Sam, I think we we can all agree if Sam's going to be in the DLC probably, then if they make another Uncharted game, that is definitely going to be the Cassie story. I think so too, and and I think it'll be Sam showing Cassie how to do what her dad did without her dad. Really? You know, no. I, then you start going. I, no, no, no. I don't, that I don't sounds. Think, I don't think it'll be a group adventure. I think it'll be one of those things where it'll be. So like what? It's like role reversal where like Nate's now the Sully of Uncharted. Well, I think Sam will be the Sully for Cassie. I think it'll oh, be one right. of those. That's nah. that's how I feel. I think if he, <laughs> if you go with this idea that a thief's end was just for Drake and for for Nathan, and that then Nate Cassie is still is, in that, or, or not Nate, the other guy, brother. 
Sam, Sam. there we go. Shit. Right. I think <laughs> I think a thief. Uh, to me, I feel like like this. A thief's end wraps up ev- everything for Drake for Nathan in a nice neat bow. And now Cassie has that itch, that urge. And like, it, it, if we're going with the idea that it's in their blood, that this is what they do. I'm talking about I'm talking about exploration, not not shooting a guy in the head and knocking him Uncharted off a bell five, tower. Bloodlust, <laughs> Uncharted Five, Absolution. Because <laughs> Elena did some killing too. Let's not yeah. forget. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I'm saying, like, I can see it with them, with it being a story of Sam teaching Cassie or showing Cassie things, you know, with with Drake being the concerned father, like, hey, I don't want you doing this. I still, uh, the problem with that though is that you still end up bringing Drake into the fold, which is something I think that they don't want to happen. I mean, yeah, he's not the main character, but he's still like a part of that, you know. Well, you you bring him. I mean, that was the whole point of doing the, the, the jump that like, you know, 13, 15 years later was basically so that way nobody can do another Uncharted because like you can't say he went on another big adventure because he didn't. He, they show for the next 15 years, he just became a normal guy, did his thing, did some did some research, did all that legal stuff and Not doing everything legally. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't bring him in. You, 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 treat, you treat Nathan like that big looming threat like uh, my dad can't find out that I've been doing this and that you've been teaching me. You know what I mean? You know like maybe, but it's still it's still one of those things where like it's like after Uncharted Four, but like right, I mean, even if, but but then you do, but then but I mean, well, if, if anyone else did a game about Sam, it still have to be after Uncharted Four, like the continuing adventures of Sam, you know, doing his thing, um, because that's what he, that's what Sam kept saying. I still have that itch. I still want to go on adventures, you know, um, because that's what it is. Like so, like like Naughty Dog basically put that out there saying, "Hey." We're not going to make any more Uncharted games. Well, after the DLC, someone else can. <laughs> someone else can. Here's your out. Play with Sam. No one else. Here you go. We gave you no. this. I have a perfect pitch for another Uncharted game involving Cassie as well. Forget Sam. Forget all the other characters we know. Treat Drake as that looming thing where you don't want your father to find out. But it's going to be like she's in the Peace Corps or something. She's doing some charity work out out of the country and stuff. And then like some drug lord or some crazy guy with a military force comes in and in her trying to get out of that she gets caught up in oh he's looking for some ancient artifact that's apparently that apparently has clues around here and she gets swept into that and the whole time it's going to be just how elena was calling drake throughout uncharted 4 it's going to be so cassie you doing all right down in barbados or whatever the heck and it's just going to be that back and forth. And she's going to have her own adventure. She'll be like in her 20s. She'll be just out of college. She'll be like the Tomb Raider reboot. It'll be a fantastic. Oh, my Lord. See, I th- wouldn't that be great? When you were first talking, uh, I thought you were. Go- I thought you was about to take a turn into like a taken pitch, like taking the game. She's going to kidnap. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. Like, I thought it was going to go into. I have skills. I thought it was, I, I thought <laughs> no. it was going to go into the realm of like that movie, uh, No Escape or whatever, where it's like. Yeah. Crazy. It kind of it, it it would start out like that, but then she would get caught up and actually want to be like, oh, there's a there's a venture here. There's and then she gets that same pool that everyone else in her family suffered from. I'm like, uh, where where's where's Owen Wilson? <laughs> he's, um, he's off having a nose. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, you know, I don't even really want to think about like. I mean, I want to just think about the DLC, but I mean, guys, like. This this like next hypothetical uncharted game that doesn't that probably won't star Nathan Drake of course 
it's so far off. Like this, that's probably going to take a whole generation off for Uncharted as yeah. a whole. I mean, well, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing though. Like when it came to the end of Uncharted Four, like you feel really sad because it's like you know this is it. Like this is the yeah, end, and this yeah. is the end of Drake. You know, we're not going to see him again. Um, nope. But what's really going to be sad is when you play that DLC and you're going to be like, oh shit, this is no, this is really it. This is the last piece of for Uncharted. Of Uncharted that Naughty Dog for will a ever lo- long time, yeah. For Naughty Dog will ever develop, and the last bit of Uncharted for a long time. Like, if I were to predict, I mean, this Uncharted. I mean, well, of course, we're not hyping it up as soon as after games are released, which I hmm. I kind of do sometimes because Uncharted three, to Uncharted four was about almost five years. So, well, about four, like four and a half years. So. Gosh, like see another Uncharted game, like a full, fully fledged Uncharted, not some card game, not some Vita two game or whatever. A next, a next game in the series. I mean, I'm talking like twenty PS five. Yeah, but not maybe even no. I th- oh, like I mean, middle of PS five life cycle, like I, ten years from now. Oh yeah, I see it maybe more more than half a decade plus for it. Yeah, but will will maybe. Sony bin develop it? Yeah, that wouldn't be really appropriate, right? Yeah, until dawn would be even more appropriate, considering they did the same thing with God of War on PSP. It wasn't their IP, but they did magic with it on the system they were forced to use. Oh, but, you, ready? Dawn, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want them to touch it. Uncharted. <laughs> I mean, it looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not sure if I want them to touch but, it. See, I feel like Ready at Dawn, they're really good at using other people's franchises and doing cool stuff yeah. with their franchises. It's the it's only time they've really had a misstep is when they tried to do something completely original. So, original ideas. Well, <laughs> well, the original idea was good. It just wasn't fleshed out and it just wasn't, it didn't turn out well gameplay wise. That's why we give the order so much shit. But um, yeah, I mean, for the next Uncharted, because Uncharted 4, I already feel so complete with it already and uh you know like like every number is saying out like uncharted 4 is just a phenomenal game no news there no surprise there so oh yeah um, yeah um on all fronts and uh kind of the last question that we have here from uh i'm the knight 89 uh talks about uh where where does this game place with the other games this guy says here a little controversial for me at least personally i still like two the best I know it's just it's just I hate when people say two is the best <laughs> it's just so annoying when it's, to hear that when it's, when it's not when it's actually not yeah I I think four is the pinnacle of Naughty Dog's work even with the turmoil that was happening before the game's release I I, I put Uncharted 4 above all of the other Uncharted games right now yeah, yeah. it is yeah, I mean, Uncharted, like you said, it might not have the most set pieces, but it's the most full package. I mean, you get the great stories to get your action pieces, and it's just such a bigger game than the rest. It's so open-ended. There's so much more story, more context, more emotion there. Um, emotion. Emotion, yeah. Oh, uh, David Cage, love that. David Cage, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I mean, it is one of those things where, yeah, maybe right now we're saying that. Maybe in a few months we'll, like, you know, maybe we'll look back and say, you know, oh, no. maybe Uncharted 4, I don't know, but I, like, I mean, it is, I, that actually, even though we're hot off the heels, but it's been nearly a month. Um, you know, I've, I've really gone through it, and you know, I played one, two, and three again on the collection before. Oh no, this one, this one's undeniably 
the best. Uh, people like, say two is the best at this exactly. point. It is very just uh, well. If you think but, two is the best, then you you're you're missing the point. You're missing the deeper meanings and everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, everyone has their opinions, and that's fine. But <laughs> look, two. Two, I mean, look, where I even rank it right now is, is four is the best, four, three, two, one. Uh, for yeah, four, same three, here, two, same here. four, three, two, Golden Abyss, one. Uh, and the card game, I'm not really sure. Or the iOS game, I don't know what they can uh, fit in. But, uh, yeah, for, for me, yeah. So, four, basically, three, basically, if you take the Vita game out, it is, it is a franchise that literally gets better with each game. Yes. Exactly. Yes. But it also changes with each game. Like it, it, it was so much focused on even in one and two, focused on the action and the adventure aspect. And then in three and four, you get the hints of character development, and it becomes not just about the adventure itself. It becomes about these people and the turmoil that happens when you have this type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have a gameplay question about Uncharted Four. Ooh. So in Uncharted Four, can you throw the grenades back? No, you can't. No, nope. okay. That's what annoyed me. I was like, I was like, why in Uncharted Three I can throw the grenades back, but I can't in Uncharted Four. I don't know. It was probably just like a gameplay mechanic that was in Three that was kind of just solely on Three, and just I guess it didn't return. Well, if you think about it, throw grenades back. Like in Uncharted Three, he's like, oh, I can throw <laughs> these back. In Uncharted Four, like I, I don't know what to do with these things. They're just here. maybe when he got hit in the head, he got so, hit in the head, he forgot to throw grenades. Throwing back. grenades back. That kind of goes against the whole Uncharted style because that whole game is about traversal and movement and everything. And if you can throw grenades back, you can just stay under cover for as long but as you God, want. Those enemies kept spamming those grenades on me, and I just yeah, wanted to were. throw them back. Yeah, they did. Well, I mean, maybe it was some. I think hmm, due to the fact that I think even this Uncharted is even more traversal with the grappling hook and going di- to different areas than ever. I guess maybe they wanted you to not like stick to pieces of cover, and they wanted you to. Like move around, right? And and that's that. That was the whole thing. I agree with you about that. Yeah, probably freedom of movement. They yeah, wanted and they to, wanted you to keep on moving as opposed to staying in a piece of cover, getting bombarded with grenades and throwing them back, and just kind of repeating the process. I don't think they really wanted that too much. And I appreciated that there weren't too many of those like heavy enemies in the game. I mean, God, you only fight maybe five, few, five of them, five or six of them. It's not bombarded like Uncharted two or three. Where you were constantly fighting like the big guys. Don't give me said. Yeah. So I mean, that's just the thing about Uncharted Four. Too. Uncharted Four is that man. The, the there's just the scope and the levels are just so big. Like I just sit there, walk around, and explore, and there's just nothing there. You go all the way around this corner. There's no straight path. You just keep exploring, and there's sometimes there's something there, sometimes there's not, and just all the development that went into making these kind of just open area with almost nothing there and it's it's it's, it's crazy just how big these this this, this uh yeah, those, are wide open areas wide open areas you drive around that jeep you can just drive around that jeep go to these little yeah. areas explore it yeah madagascar treasure. was ridiculous that was just way too like even for finding treasures and things i thought it was pretty cool but you had to go so far to even find some random nook where someone left the cup mm-hmm like uh, it, it was kind of ridiculous. And same thing with the boat. When you go, when you drive that boat to the island, I was just driving around that island, going to these little spots, just exploring. I'm like, I don't. It's, it's crazy. Just in here, go swimming, climb back in the boat, do some more exploring. Have dolphins follow you in the boat? Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I will say, okay, I want to test the waters. What was the emotional impact for you personally of the ending? Because I personally, because. Because I, I was expecting, you know, they kept pitching this thing as a thief's end. Something horrible is going to happen. But then when you turn around and Cassie's there, my I just 
my heart just freaked out. I like dropped a tear or two. I was like, holy shit, they had a happy life. <laughs> I was no. so happy. Well, not dead. Exactly. Well, it's funny because, you know, kind of towards the end and, you know, aside from all the hypothesizing I did in my head and all the stuff that me and Cody talked about in the months prior to experiencing this game that, you know, just, uh, you know, nothing dire happened, which is good. Um, not that I was opposed to it. it. When you go listen back, I mean, beforehand, I was all like, oh, someone's destined to die. Yada, yada, yada. And I mean... This is the thing, like Sully's still even alive in the in the end. I'm like, God, how old is he? Like, he's all old even in that picture. Yeah, <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably eighty. Yeah, he's got to be like in his eighties, oh, right there. Oh, he's got to be like in his nineties. <laughs> no, he has to be in his seven, like seventies, almost eighties. I was expecting, yeah, expecting, expecting, expecting Sully people. to walk in the back door with an oxygen tank. Like, oh, hey, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> trying to so, smoke. So he's definitely in his twilight years. Takes, uh, off, takes off the little gas mask, smokes cigar. cigar, puts the gas mask back on. <laughs> like I could, I could definitely see him turn at five. Just starts with his funeral, <laughs> right? Right? I could definitely. No, it starts with a funeral, and you think it's Sully, and it's just some friend of Sully, and Sully's all right. old and like in a walker. Ah, oh, he's dead. I'm alive. I'll be alive forever. <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto Five opening. Oh. So you thought I was dead. Oh, nah. you thought he was dead, but he's not. <laughs> no, I was thinking of it like the Captain America Civil War situation where it's like Peggy, where like he's like you have the beginning of the next Uncharted and Sully's dead and you have the funeral. And it's just, don't, it's don't remind me of Peggy Carter. Ah, uh, why television? <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. In terms of like really emotional scenes, I mean, like the beginning with like Elena was really cool. I mean, like uh, I remember Cody talks about like that moment in Uncharted Three with him and Elena. I mean, God, you get like that tenfold in this game. Yeah, exactly. Oh my yeah. God, that was you get fantastic. those moments tenfold, which is good. I want that. Like, dang, you must have freaked out on Part Four because you get those moments times ten in this game. Oh shoot, dude, mm-hmm. you don't even know. Like, I'm so I love when in video games they do all this romantic stuff and people get shipped together and shit like that. It's so great when. I just got to see them just be a couple. You never see that in a video game. Just a yeah, normal just couple around, just hanging out. Eating, washing dishes, you know. Busting out the PS1. Busting out the PS1 playing Crash Bandicoot. Also, I, I, call, I call BS. They're living in New Orleans and they're eating salad for dinner. Uh, what? <laughs> healthy. Well, they're eating like fruit. It, it was a little bit more than salad. Like something else it looked like look, slices of something look like salad in in tomatoes they're no one they should have been eating gumbo <laughs> uh, i wanted to see some crawfish and some fish you know i wanted to see some beignets on the counter some zaps potato chips something so what if they just had a box of zatarans and was like hey forget you <laughs> right? i wanted a box of zatarans on the counter <laughs> oh my god some abita springs beer or something <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's right. It's just such a human moment, and I'm like, yeah, yeah right. This 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 digital character has more of a life than I do, yeah. right? You know? Wow, <laughs> wow. Just in there, it's like, yeah. And then like, it's like, I, I just think, like, aside from all the silly stuff that we talk about, with the amount of people is killed and all that, step that aside and everything. Like, it, it, it's it's believable. It's actually, you know. Something that you can connect with as a player, and you, you, I think in this game more than ever, because all the other three games kind of advertise, even the beta game, um, advertises like, yeah, you could be Nathan Drake and all that. And but like this one, even with the choices that you only make three of them to say stuff, like I felt like him more than ever. Like 
kind of being in his shoes and whatnot. And, uh, you know, just like the scene where he felt so human freaking out over his brother, like legitimately like freaking out, um, which is something I totally would do in that situation and all that. I thought that was intense and like really good. And it's just like very convincing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How everything was muted right after he quote unquote dies and everything. I thought that was a really nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, kind of like one lasting talking point that I can even think about with Uncharted 4. This is a story like how, like, even though we talked about Rafe a little bit with like the end boss, like, do you guys like Rafe like as a villain? Even though if you oh, want to I list him, him as a central villain, but like it's a little strange because kind of uh, metaphorically, kind of Avery's the villain in a way, but. Even, I, I love Rafe. Like, yeah, Rafe was neat. So he was so easy to hate, like or not? Mm-hmm. I, yes, easy to hate, but you hated him for an interesting reason because he was just almost like a, a sniveling little privileged child who yeah, didn't want riches. He wanted I, the one thing he could not afford. I felt like Rafe was Harry Flynn Part Two. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Similar backgrounds where like he also works with Drake, but. I don't know. He had more of a past with Drake. You know, he was with Drake when they were escaping the prison and he had a integral role with Sam and how he escaped. I don't know. I felt like he had a little bit more to play than, than Flynn. Yeah. Flynn same just, here. Flynn was just the right hand man of Lazarevich. So Flynn to me great. felt, yeah. Flynn to at me least. felt a little more than a mercenary just going to the highest bidder. And that's where his loyalties would lie. But Rafe had something to prove. Yeah. Like Rafe was looking for something. Now, I still like Marlo the best from Uncharted 3, but because Marlo had a lot of intrigue. But, uh, but I still like Rafe a whole lot. Rafe was really neat. Uh, very, like we were saying to, uh, earlier with Nadine and even Rafe, that very reminiscent of several action movies or like uh, um, James Bond, where it's like mm-hmm. an incredibly high amount of uh, time with them. But, I mean, you get the idea already. From- See, I like, I like Nadine a whole lot. She yeah, might she be my favorite her. villain. Yeah. Even, so, even if she yeah. doesn't really have a purpose in the grander no, story, no. she's just a great character by herself. I hope I hope the DLC talks about her a little bit, honestly. Never know. Like, prequel she's story. the villain. Where like, Sam runs get, into her again. Oh, my oh, God, that's three, great. I'd cry if that happened. Yeah. Sam versus <laughs> Like, hey, uh, ready for round two? Like, oh, uh, God. <laughs> Sort of fight mm-hmm. part two, but um, yeah. So I was thinking though, going back to ending for a, a, another second, like um, I don't know, like how often we don't see this too often in video games where like the character really gets an ending, you know? Because oh. like it seems like a lot of video games nowadays either the sequel is a new character or you know the character is so much like a, a thing you create that it doesn't that the ending kind of doesn't matter as much. Um, or just sequel after sequel with the same character. It just feels like it's not too often we get this, you know, like a full story and a full ending for a character like this. You know? Well, I I, I would argue that we used to, but it's kind of like a lost art. Like, back in, the, back in the days of the PlayStation, like, when, you know, you had platformers like Crash or Spyro, they had their ending, you know, like, for what it was. It, it, it can never be as fully fleshed out as it is today because of the technology and the restraints of, of graphics back then, but you know, it, it's kind of been like a lost start because we're so used to these characters having these ambiguous endings to always set up for the sequel or for the yeah. next game in the series that we rarely do get these believable endings to stories. 
you know, these believable endings that we as players and as people can connect with. See, I, I'd kind of argue to the opposite degree. I think that that's still happening, maybe not in the last like three or four years, but especially a lot in the PS3 generation. We got plenty of that. Like I'm looking at my game selection over here. Resistance 3 had an ending that was pretty definite. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, but yeah, you're not Capelli. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, gonna, Joseph Capelli. Well, that's what. It, well, yeah, for him. Yeah, you did get a nice singular story for him, where even though he was in Resistance 2, but like even you look at the Resistance franchise, you get you, you don't have as much of a connection. Wait, Capelli was in Resistance 2. That's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the thing about Resistance is like the first game you play as Nathan Hale, who doesn't even talk in the first game. <laughs> no. The second game, in the second game, he finally talks, and his voice sounds terrible. Where I didn't even know it was him talking. And then, yeah, they, just, know, right? and then they just throw him away at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and then the third game, you finally get a compelling character, and then it's just like, okay. But it wasn't until the third game they had to switch characters. But I mean, it's not too often you start with the first game, you get a good compelling character, and you see that character through to a final story. You know, because I mean, I'd argue maybe Infamous. They tried. They tried it. With, yeah, with and maybe Infamous, to Infamous back. too. Infamous, Infamous too. Uh, I was almost gonna kind of go back to Halo, but. I've only I've only played the third game in the series, but maybe Max Payne. Mm. Uh, wait, I'm trying he to never he he sadly doesn't have an ending yet. No, Max really? Payne doesn't really have an no, ending. No, because at the end of Max Payne three, okay. it's just kind of like, yep, that's it, end of the day. Yeah, well, it was. Well, when when I say ending, I'm I'm talking about one of those endings that like closes the book on this character. But in some way, shape, or form, leaves the book open for other things. Kind of yeah. like uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yes, Red, Red Dead Redemption's yeah. perfect one. It closed the book on John Marston's story, but that doesn't mean his son can't continue his legacy in some way, shape, or form. And we get the spirit of that character, you know. And and, and it's the same thing with those classic video game characters like uh, Crash Bandicoot. The way his story ends, it closes the book on that particular section of Crash's life. But yeah, there's still always there's still always room for Crash in his adventures because he's a timeless character. He's a character who doesn't talking animal, right? But you, you look at you look at the game, you look at like Crash. He he's a character who who can never truly age. You know what I mean? His age will never be yeah. called into question. But when you play Uncharted, you realize Drake has an expiration date. Like, he constantly says that, like, I'm getting too old for this shit. He has an expiration date. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Like, we don't get a conclusion to the character, you know, like, too often like this. Like, in Uncharted 4, you have the conclusion to the character. We see where his life is going. We see where he's headed. And we're like, yes, he is done. The series is done, or at least it's done with him. You know, you don't get that to him. Like, like, like Emmett brought up a good example. That's like Max Payne, where, like, the first game, the second game tell one story and but by the end he wasn't necessarily better and then they did a third game max Payne three and it goes more into his character but but by the end he's still the same there's no conclusion to his to him as a character well i don't know if that's what they were even initially aiming for i mean yeah it would be like a trilogy if that were to happen but i'm not sure if rockstar was even i don't know if that was even their intention to do that because god i would love another max Payne game next week three was so good all right, this is going to be really weird side note, but I think one game that might do this pretty well, Binary Domain, that old PS3 third-person shooter, um, that actually had, it had like five different ending cutscenes that just wrapped up every character's story perfectly. So like, I think that one's pretty good. 
even though that story isn't really necessarily why you play the game, but it definitely mm-hmm. wrapped up everything in a nice little bow for everyone. Yeah. I never played by Harry told me. It's free on PlayStation Plus two years ago. Two years ago ago on PlayStation Plus. That's why I played it. That's why I played it. (laughs) Well, what about, well, okay, well, here's another one. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 did a nice wrap up of everyone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that did too. Yeah. We did did get a Metal Gear Solid 5, but Metal Gear Solid 5 is technically a prequel. So as far as Metal Gear Solid 5 wraps up everything too. Um, Yeah. If you you truly uh, think about it. Think about it. The timeline and everything. It makes everything go full circle. Yeah. If you if you if you've played all of the Metal Gear Solids, every question that you ever had about the series and like some of the the gaps in time, yeah, you figure yeah. it out at the end of Metal Gear Solid Five. Even though Metal Gear Solid Five is still incomplete. Oh yeah, yeah. That was what I was getting at. Yeah, the game is still incomplete, but you like you still get. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this all now makes sense. Yeah. I can go back and play the original Metal Gear on, you know, SNES and now understand this. Mm. In a whole new light. Yeah. I mean, or, but, or you could shake, you could shake the Big Boss Challenge and play all the Metal Gears chronologically, uh, game story wise. Good luck. But uh, yeah, but I mean, like, like just looking at Metal Gear Solid Four though, as that was supposed to be the end of Snake, you know, that character, and it, that worked. Well, um, Solid Snake, yeah, Solid Snake, yeah. I'm trying to be specific, yeah, Solid Snake, not Big Boss. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's one example. And then you know, you look at other things which will be story driven. I mean, like, I love Dragon Age, but every Dragon Age you play as a new character, so you don't get that like progression towards the end, you know. Uh, your Commander Shepard or Commander Shepard? Well. Yeah, his story's over, but whether or not his ending was satisfying is up for debate. I played as a girl in Mass Effect 2, so yeah. I I feel I feel strange about that because it's like Commander Shepard is supposed to be me. You know, like same thing with Dragon Age. You know that's supposed to be me. Well, with the exception of Dragon Age 2, because Hawk is well Hawk. Yeah, Hawk is a pre-established character that you can modify. Right, that you're just watching his story, but in Dragon Age Origins and in you know Dragon Age Inquisition, the Inquisitor in the Grey Warden, that's me. You know, that's my story and how it cho- and how my story chooses the end. I feel like a lot of a lot of people struggle with endings on how to end a, a story in a way where everybody's satisfied. You know, yeah. or. As Naughty Dog has proven in the past, they can end a story where not everyone's satisfied, even though it is a beautiful ending in its own right with The Last of Us and a lie that is told. <laughs> it's kind of interesting how in the beginning that Neil is saying, oh, this, inter- this ending is going to be divisive. It doesn't really seem that way. No. Oh, yeah, it's not weird. divisive at all. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like it's divisive it's weird. It's just, at all. Yeah, it's kind of weird how he said that. You it's, know. Weird. it's not. Well, I mean, he didn't like, know how... He didn't know how the reaction was going to go down for everybody. I was like, but didn't people focus play test this? Weren't they satisfied? Like, I don't know why you would go out and say that, like to say it's going to be divisive. No, I, mean, I, I, remember, yeah. I remember because also Ken Levine also said like Bioshock's infinite ending is going to be divisive. Well, I remember he was like, it's going to be divisive. It's unlike anything you've never seen before. Oh yeah. That one's pretty crazy. Which it, which it, which it, which it was. So that, that promise was fulfilled, but I don't think there was anything about Uncharted 4. I mean, unless he's talking about, like, the Wraith battle or anything like that, maybe that might be a little divisive for some people, but 
like the actual ending, the conclusion. No, it seemed like no. it's pretty satisfying. That is the perfect yeah. ending for that character. Yeah, I don't really know why you said that. Who me? No, no, no. no, no. Like, like, in the interviews, yeah, you. What are you say? Oh, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I got a little lost here. Like, I don't think I've ever said Uncharted Four is ending divisive. I think that was just because all of their pre-hype marketing tease, right. like, yeah. oh, someone's gonna end, but then no one ends. Everyone actually has a nice, happy life, and things are rainbows. Well, you know, now that I think about it, Nathan Drake is one of the few video game characters who gets a happy ending, who wins. Like he, he wins in his story. Truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I well, think about it. Some of the treasure. Well, treasure be damned. He got some coins. He, you know, he got some souvenirs. He has a beach house. He's fine. Right. He lives on an island. He's, he's golden. But like, I think about it. Like Kratos. Clean up that house. Like, yeah, like Kratos, Kratos loses. Solid Snake. Snake just loses. Walks away. I Big wouldn't say he boss. loses, but he definitely is done. Like oh, yeah. Big Boss lost. Hardcore. Like <laughs> Cole McGrath lost, arguably. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, no one ever, ever every video game character they either lose hardcore or they are just done and it's back to a baseline. But Nathan Drake's the only one that walks out of this and has a prosperous life. Actually, yeah, I mean that's just what Naughty Dog does. I mean they even did this with another one I forgot to bring up. But look at Jack and Daxter; they presented a full story in three games. I know they did a fourth game, but that's more. Oh, no, no, oh. Jack X. Jack X was the fourth. Jack, Jack X is. <laughs> I have a story about that after the podcast. You guys are gonna cry. But um, but oh, no, but the, I mean, just looking at the core trilogy where that was Jack's story, like that was such a well done story too. Like that they, one, they win. Yeah, they win. That's another one where Jack wins at the end. It's fine. They win. Daxter they they, they found. Huh? Daxter wins too. He gets pants. Yeah, he gets pants. We find and out he the, gets his wish. Gets his lady. It's yeah, he, he wished he wished to have another one of him. Yeah, he, we yeah, find he, out. He gets, yeah, it's just it's so good. Like by the end of the Jack trilogy, you just know everything. You know Jack's story. You know him. You know his family. You know, you know Daxter. You know what Daxter is. You know what the precursors with with that whole thing and the way they incorporate time travel in this way. Like the Jack trilogy is just amazing. And that was just another thing with Naughty Dog just knew what they were doing story wise with that. You know, and gave it an ending. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, with with the uh, Jack Jack's story, yeah, it, it had a, it had a beginning, a middle, and end. And Jack three, I remember being very, you know, it was a very good ending. I don't mm-hmm. remember anything being wrong with Jack three. I like that De- Daxter also won. He got he got his pants. But I'm saying that that's the winner. That's the way they win. Yes, that is the winning scenario. He finally got pants. And it in the fun. end of the day, all of us win because we got to experience a great quadrilogy by Naughty Dog and on to the future we go. Um, quadrilogy <laughs> although, so although, although Uncharted 4 did, ha- did kind of hint at them doing a racing game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when you drive in the Jeep, because you drive in the Jeep and the Sam rides up on you in the bike and I'm like, oh, are we racing? Are we starting up a racing game? Uncarded. <laughs> 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 Uncarded. That would be the greatest thing. Oh, yeah. You know how much fun that would be? Like Crossplay on Vita. <laughs> you get to play as Drake. You get to do Sam has his bike. Um, all the other guys will have like a tank. And, Chloe uh, would have... Chloe would also have a motorcycle. No, Chloe right. would have her big van. 
are, are we going back to are we going back to twisted metal guys? Is this is this what's happening now? Oh yeah, David Jaffe would just wish this would be something you could work on. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this happening again? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that that uh that Uncharted racing game, man. They didn't do it because I mean Naughty Dog did the the racing game, the the Crash Bandicoot, and they did Crash. the Jack X. Yeah. Now they just need to do a racer for um Uncharted. Yeah. <sighs> I'm still waiting for Last of Us to get kind of its silly one-off game, whether it be like an iOS game or like a card game or something. <laughs> something oh, just so nah, By the I- way, there's a Firefly emblem tag thing. I want them to go full on Japan. I want Last of Us and Uncharted Pachinko Machines. Ooh, Uncharted, I mean, Last of Us Pachinko Machines. That would go pretty well. That's what I want. I want Nathan Drake's face plastered all over a Pachinko Machine. (laughs) I just want the the picture of uh, the main... protagonist from The Last of Us just holding his daughter and that's just all over the Pachinko machine. <laughs> it's like, after a couple hours on this, this is your emotional state. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I, I don't think that's something to even joke about. <laughs> yeah, we don't joke about dead kids here on the podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a video game. If I don't play the game, she's still alive. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> your fault <laughs> you can say that about anything like oh if I don't watch this part of the movie this guy is dead no I mean, we just rewind it he's not dead no. I, I can I can do it like uh, the Tetris computer did I can find a way to not lose I just the game you know I may not win but I don't lose I just don't play <laughs> Duh. oh get out of here <laughs> That's, oh, how you, that, that's how you not lose. Don't play. That's that's a terrible life lesson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I graduated UL. I just didn't play. <laughs> I didn't lose. Just didn't uh, play. There you go. Got my degree. Uh, I'm out of there. Yep. But uh, anyway, we are at the one hour and 45 minute mark. 45 minute mark. Lord have mercy. One hour and 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. So yeah. So, any final thoughts? Anything you didn't bring up? Uh, oh, no. I'll say About greatest Naughty 4? Dog game. Yeah, I'll 4. say this is the greatest Naughty Dog game mm-hmm. I've played and probably the biggest emotional impact I've gotten from a video game ending since season one of Walking Dead. And, you know, I'm, I'm behind them on whatever they do next, and I want to see what that DLC has. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I dropped my controller when I saw Crash Bandicoot appear on my screen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think this to me is Naughty Dog's magnum opus. The only game I would put on the same level as far as Naughty Dog's greatest games is The Last of Us. I think this yeah. is going to be arguably the game of 2016. It's going to win game in 2016 from multiple developers, multiple people. Uh, Naughty Dog's best work by far. Nice to overtake RPGs for once because RPGs right? have been winning game of the year for the past couple of years. Well, oh no, that Skyrim remaster's coming out. <laughs> hey, what Skyrim remastered? No guarantee yet. Tune in about. next week. Tune in or next week. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> but yeah, be still my beating heart. Tony, I'll just let you go out with the closing thought first. Yeah, even though. Um. So yeah, let me. It's so let me just put this out here since I read this the other day. So um, I know this isn't maybe the definitive word on it, but I was looking at Uncharted 4's IMBD page the other day. <laughs> 
and yeah. get this. I, the user score for Uncharted 4 IMBD is a 9.9 based so, on like thousands of ratings, which mathematically that means only like a handful of people gave that thing not a 10. That's amazing. On IMBD. So, and I look, Uncharted 4 is the highest rated game on IMBD. Like the only wow. thing that, the only thing that's second to it is Last of Us with a 9.8. <laughs> I told you. Like I, even Grand Theft Auto has a 9.4. Yeah. I'm that's telling you. Grand Theft Auto 5? What? Yep. Five. Grand Theft Auto 5. Okay. Yeah. 5 was, like, yeah, five was great. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5 has like a 9.4 in IABD. And um, Last of Us is a 9.8 and uh, Uncharted 4 has a 9.9. It's like the highest rated thing. Because the only way you can get higher than that is if every single person gave that a 10 out of 10. <laughs> hey, you have the 9.9. It's just like killed 99.9%. That means it's fully, it's fully done steep. That means around like maybe like five people maybe not gave it a ten out of ten. It could probably just be that one guy that went out there. Did you not guy. give it? A, did you not give it a ten? Uh, Uncharted Four gets a nine point nine in my book because Damn. I just hate that buggy cover control. That's the only thing that pisses me off. Hi, Drake. No sniper shot. Head going. Oh my god. I, I'd say I give it. Eh, I'll give it a nine point nine because you know. No game can perfectly hit on every single note for me personally, but oh my god, it hit on so many personal notes. Just the whole sense of family is something I really care about, and the gameplay was solid throughout, and the stealth mechanics were solid throughout. Though I wish I did have a way to distract enemies from a distance, but um, and even let me tell let me tell you this right now: play the multiplayer, guys. The multiplayer is kick ass. Play that multiplayer. Yeah, I've been actually here. Actually, now that the game is kind of like just with people, like I actually hear like oh my, like people are like saying like. Oh, this multiplayer is like fantastic. I'm like, okay. Exactly. I'll get around to it. I've been here since Uncharted 2. Come on, brothers. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, Uncharted 3, we just played so much of that freaking Subway. We'll never forget with Subway, will we? <laughs> Subway! Um, no, for last uh, Uncharted 3, uh, Uncharted 4, I won't go too long. Obviously, best of the series. Um, definitely, you know, it's a little debatable about with. Uncharted and Last of Us because it's severely different games, even though they have similar design philosophies behind them. But uh, so I, I can't really necessarily say if Last of Us is better than Uncharted Four. But I mean, Uncharted Four is the best game that Naughty Dog could ever put out for the PlayStation Four, and and just in a sea of so many just failed and missed opportunities for so many franchises on PS4 to be better than their last counterparts. Um, it's actually really refreshing to see a game that is better on all levels from its from its past um, arrive on PlayStation Four and, su- and succeed fully one hundred and ten percent. So that's mm-hmm. what actually really made me happy. And now going back to other games, it gets me really discouraged because I kind of wish that not every game look look and play like Uncharted Four, but that they advance further like Uncharted 4 did. And it's just kind of upsetting to go back to other games now. I'm kind of just feeling like, well, man, that's just, that's Naughty Dog. Only they can do that, which is unfortunate. But uh, I kind of wish um, other developers would get on that level. But uh, Naughty Dog is on its uh, league of its own at this point. And it, and it has been since 2009. So, um, I think mean, Uncharted 1 was great, but I mean, it really put them in the map once Uncharted 2 came out. So, um, it's actually kind of shocking to see that nobody has really surpassed them in any, any of that kind of way since uh, 2009, uh, which is pretty remarkable. 
So um, really the only developers that come close to mind that come that can a- appear close to Uncharted, uh, I mean, Naughty Dog's legacy is like Rockstar and Bioware. So right. I can't really think of any other, well, maybe CD Projekt Red for people, but I don't know which too much. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, there's only a handful of other studios that come in that league at this point. So I'm very happy with it, more than happy. It's a game that I would have waited a long time for if I knew what I was getting with the with the PlayStation 4. So I'm uh, very happy that it came out at, at this point in the life cycle. Yep. Well, yeah, there's that. And, uh, yeah, and with that, this has been the PSBS PlayStation Podcast Uncharted 4 Special. I'm your host, Cody TPS, and Bye Boys. My coach here is. Andrew Reedus, the list. Everyone have a fantastic week. And. EJ Spun61, also known as Emmett Watkins Jr., have a dope day. Yep. And. And Ryan Jones, aka Fox Rockstar. Thank you guys for listening. You are yep. all awesome. Yes, thanks for listening, and thank you to Emmett and Ryan for show, for joining us this week. And for the people that wrote in. And thanks to the people who wrote in, making this show what it is. We're getting us almost to the two-hour mark. Our Ooh. longest episode, our biggest episode. Uh, we had one that was 150, didn't we? Uh, I think it was like 145. Yeah. Drake deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> we're never going to see him again, <laughs> so we deserve <laughs> a two-hour talk. Well, I don't know if we'll have a spoiler cast for the DLC. Oh yeah, whatever it is. That could be our first D- uh, DLC story spoiler cast. <laughs> I don't know. It'll probably be a while before we see that. <laughs> well, I mean, the distance from Last of Us and Last of Us Left Behind, I mean, it was quite a while. I mean, Last of Us came out in June of 2013, and then we didn't get the DLC until February of 2014. Yeah. So, spring 2017, we'll get that DLC probably. Yeah, we shall see. If it doesn't get delayed, <laughs> and we'll or canceled, well, we have to wait till next week to find that out. It won't get canceled. Uh, people are people are already buying it in their expansion passes. So refunds, refunds. Yeah, sorry, we're making this. Here you go. Twenty dollars PSN. Twenty dollars PSN. Yeah, but yeah, but with that, this has been the PSPS, and thank you guys again for listening and to our uh, listeners and our questioners and our, and our guest hosts and everything. And uh, yeah, and hopefully see you guys next week. Next week is E3. Ooh. big week you're gonna go Ooh. over e3 conferences and announcements and news and all that good stuff so um tune in for that next week and yep so until then